Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Baseball movie month is moving on with yet another uh, classic Mm -hmm. movie that I had never seen ever, ever, ever. This one might be the most egregious out of them. Like Eight Men Out is just like a phrase I'd heard a bunch, but as a movie, it's not like it's like super duper or like it's like "Eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Bad News Bears, you know, it's sort of so before our time that it's kind of a like it's a classic to older folks yeah less so much to like the whole world or whatever Yeah, it kind of got weeded out as time went on yeah uh this week we come upon um i i don't even really know how to explain it so we're just gonna have to get into it uh (laughs) it is the 1989 american sports fantasy drama movie field of dreams with kevin costner and James Earl Jones. <laughs> James Earl Jones. How many baseball movies is James Earl Jones in? Yeah, you know something funny At that least I did. Two. Yeah, but hysterically enough, he hates baseball. Oh, I like I, look, I looked at it and it was like, yeah, he is not a fan. He just, just just makes it that much funnier. Yeah, he's just really good at <laughs> pretending to be a fan. Yeah, apparently. or a former player. Mm-hmm. So, Field of Dreams. I wrote a note about halfway through this movie <laughs> that I think encapsulates. Uh, a lot of my feelings about this movie and we'll get obviously deeper Mm -hmm. into detail but yeah about halfway through at least I wrote this down I don't know what I expected but this movie is so fucking weird yes I don't really like (laughs) I said I don't understand exactly what I expected like Mm -hmm. what I knew of this movie was if you build it he will come that there's some, some dude hears some voice yeah and it tells him to build a baseball field. I didn't even know about the voice that he heard a voice. Oh, I. What, what did you think said that? Because you know that no, that no, no. quote. Uh, oh, he, you thought it was just like a person who mm-hmm. told him that? Like, hey, mm-hmm. dude, by the way, psst, yeah, if you build it. <laughs> I, I thought it was part of some like big, like grand, like speech he was given or something, like some gotcha, motivational gotcha. speech or whatever. Yeah. Because I, I, my knowledge of the movie was Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. baseball field in <laughs> a farm in Iowa mm. that was it and the only reason I knew about the farm in Iowa part was because they were gonna play a game there this yeah, season yeah yeah so which they canceled yeah <laughs> I mean going into it with that sort of expectation it was like okay so he's gonna get some otherworldly voice that is gonna tell him to build this baseball field mm-hmm. 
and he's gonna build it and then somebody will come yeah and like things will happen i had this i had this vague notion of of uh like ghostly baseball players like i knew it wasn't it wasn't a case of like if you build this field a man is gonna fly in from seattle (laughs) to come to your field like i knew it was like ethereal like he will come yeah oh you know what i mean so i knew that like that sort of thing was going on so i wasn't necessarily surprised when Ray Liotta showed up as Shoeless Joe Jackson. Um. That that <laughs> threw me for a loop in the credits. Because like in the oh, opening oh. credits, it says in Ray Liotta as Shoeless Joe Jackson. I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is Shoeless Joe Jackson doing in the 70s? <laughs> no, not 70s, 80s. 80s, yeah. even worse. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit worse. <laughs> a little bit ghostlier. Um, yeah, I, I so like that didn't necessarily throw me. But it was a case of like, okay, so that's what the deal is with Mm -hmm. this field. Because like setting it all up, the basic premise of it, like they go through that whole big spiel at the beginning where he gives a voiceover talking Mm -hmm. about like, my dad loved ball and he played ball briefly and we didn't really get along. So I moved away from home and I became a hippie with this girl and married her to kind of spite him or or at least he sort of became a hippie to spite him. That sort of vibe. Like he went to Berkeley to not be like his dad yeah and to get to go to the school as yes far away from mm -hmm. wherever they lived in new york yeah yeah so it's like he did all of that basically despite his old man and then his dad died before they got married like just before they got married i think he says at the beginning or just after it It was right around yeah it was like i thought he said his dad didn't see it he never got to meet his granddaughter oh okay actually no i think it was that they got married and then it was like six weeks later he passed right yeah but the way that he talked later on it seemed like his dad wasn't at the wedding like they were still on such bad terms that his dad wasn't at the wedding and didn't meet his wife gotcha okay um but yeah so that whole spiel the guy with daddy issues Mm -hmm. uh and then he and his wife somehow who was amazing Yes. Oh my god. I couldn't believe that she wasn't in more stuff. I looked it up. Amy Madigan. Yeah. She's in um Gone Baby Gone, which is a really, really good movie. Okay. Uh, but I, I didn't even remember her. Like, oh holy shit, wait, what? I'd have to go back and watch <laughs> it again. But she's not in a whole bunch of shit, even though she seems so familiar to me. Yeah. But her performance is fantastic throughout this whole movie, even mm. if some of the things that go on are so like beyond illogical like he mentions at one point building the field he's like i have created something that is completely illogical it's like okay yeah i mean sort of yeah it's like it's a baseball field out in iowa like iowa loves baseball it's not that illogical like the only illogical thing is that you guys have apparently had no plan to make money yeah so it was like oh shit this field that costs a lot and doesn't bring in any money is costing us money yeah what the hell including <laughs> these giant stadium lights yeah exactly i thought it was gonna be a little more low-key me too when they talked about building a baseball field i thought it was gonna be like how people make a baseball field like oh and that yeah. dirt patch over there yeah, you kinda, like the sandlot. yeah it's like you kind of make it as you go and it's all right yeah but you literally like professionally made a baseball field mm-hmm. <laughs> which was absurd on top of it yeah <laughs> um yeah she's fantastic but she convinces him somehow to buy that farm which all of this is off screen this is all based on his just speech at the beginning yeah all the narration and everything he's like and somehow she talked me into buying a farm so now we have a farm well she's from iowa 
Okay. That was one of the things. Like, the only thing we had in common was she's from Iowa, and Iowa was a place I had heard of. Right, right, right. But, like, so she convinces him to get the farm, they get the farm, whatever. And then we're just, like, plopped right into the movie. Mm -hmm. And almost immediately, the voice speaks to him. Yes. And I was like, okay. I was not expecting, like, the big line to be, like, the... It's, like, three minutes into the movie. Yeah, it's, it's the, like, first line of dialogue outside of the backstory. <laughs> yeah, which totally fucking threw me. I was like, wait a minute, whoa, what? And the speed at which it all comes to be... Like, immediately. Like, it was like, I, mean, I didn't look. Like I don't really like looking at how much time is left in a movie while I'm watching a movie, even if it's early on. Mm -hmm. Just because then I feel like I'm thinking too much about, like, oh, how much is left and how much is whatever. It's like, yeah. eh, just sit down, just watch. Yeah. It'll be over when it's over. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> um, so I couldn't tell you. But I was like, at one point I wrote down, I was like, so this movie's like half an hour long, right? Yeah. He gets the idea to, to build a field. He builds a field. And then uh, whoever the fuck's supposed to show up shows up, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the whole movie. And honestly, this pissed me off the most. This is what really got me about this movie. That could have been it. Yeah. Like, for all intents and purposes, nothing else had to happen. Yeah. And in fact, wasn't supposed to. Or at least this ghost voice was so vague mm -hmm. that it did not give him enough information to go off of. And, 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 like, it just, it... I, I barely even fucking speak. Like, as as you're watching, because he gets more voices and shit. Like, yeah. as it goes on, he's like, he builds a field, and fucking Sh Sh Shoeless Joe Jackson shows up. Mm -hmm. and, he, and then he's just, like, shagging fly balls to him out in the field. And I was like, is this the point? Yeah. Was this the whole reason to, mm -hmm. if you build it, you can play catch with him? Yeah. Like, that's the whole goddamn movie is just like, hey, Shoeless Joe showed up. Cool. Yeah. And that seemed to be it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, movie. Mm -hmm. This must be going somewhere. Yeah. And then he brings the rest of the black socks out. Yeah. Which I thought was hysterical because he's talking about, like, I mean, for one, obviously, we watched Eight Men Out. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote in my notes. I was like, this is the weirdest sequel to Eight Men Out I, I have ever seen. <laughs> like, this is, I did not expect the, the sequel to go in this direction. <laughs> but he brings them all out. And, like, he's talking to his daughter about the black socks right. and the scandal and everything. And he's like, but mm -hmm. shoeless Joe mm -hmm. didn't fucking do anything. Right. He yeah. kind of had the argument that I had a little bit when, yeah. while we were talking about the movie where it was like, he had a great fucking series. Yeah. He hit the only home run apparently. Like yeah. he, his, uh, Ray his is explaining this. Amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he explains this to the kid and everything. And it's like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. And then <laughs> shoeless Joe shows up with the rest of the black socks. And I was like, some of those guys did throw the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do they get to come back and play? Like, Shoeless Joe is a great, like, redemption thing where it's like, oh, his spirit is, mm -hmm. isn't at rest because he just, he wanted to play the game so yeah. much. They made another mention of Shoeless Joe playing in another league under an assumed name. Yeah. And I was like, okay, did that happen or not? Or is that just a super rumor or something? Did they, did they take that from? Yeah, from Eight Men Out. Well, it, that movie only came out like six months before this. Oh. That's the weirdest thing. Oh, that is. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it was 88 and then this was 89. And it was just like staggered. Maybe it was a little more than, I don't know how exactly how many months. Yeah. But it was really close. So it was like all of a sudden the Black Sox were a huge thing for people to okay. make movies about. Yeah. That I thought was funny. It was like mm. some of those guys are actually like bad people who took the money to throw the game because like yeah. bad people yeah obviously i kind of was on their side mm -hmm. <laughs> in the movie but like the way he was describing like shoeless joe it's like yeah well some of these other guys weren't quite so 
honorable um, yeah, about it. They, they really threw the game. Yeah. So mm. I don't know what to tell you there. Uh, but so he but brings. Yes, I guess. <laughs> so they deserve it. I don't know. They paid their price. They, they yeah. could never play baseball again as long as they lived. Yes. So now. There you go. They're dead. So technicality right there. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> um, and at some point, I forget when the, sec- the second voice shows up and tells him to ease his pain. Mm-hmm. And that's all it fucking says. Yep. I hated the vagueness of this voice and um, jumping ahead, spoiler alert, hated the fact that the voice is completely unexplained. Yeah. Hated that. Absolutely hated it. I was like, okay, so there's this voice that's telling him to do this thing, whatever. Eventually we'll find out what this was all for. Mm -hmm. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Don't understand why it was happening to him. Don't understand why it had to be so vague right because the first one it's like if you build it he will come that is all it says yeah and fucking ray is just wandering around talking to his wife talking he was <laughs> talking to all those farmers about like anyone hear voices out in the out in the corn when they're out there is that something that happens yeah everyone's like you're crazy like you're hearing voices yeah what the hell's going on here <laughs> and then he goes out into the field again and then he gets a ghostly vision of the baseball field that he's supposed to build right like right in the corner of the corn mm-hmm. i was like which just show him that first. Yeah. What are the rules to this? If you're just some magic ghostly voice, like why is like if you build a baseball field, he will come. Just say baseball field. Don't yeah. like I get it, it's a little less catchy, mm-hmm. but it gives him the information he needs. At least say field if you still want to keep yeah. it catchy. Like if yeah. you build a field, he will come. Yeah. It's just like that it, at least narrows it down yeah. from it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, cool. A gazebo? What do you what am I supposed to do? <laughs> So then it says, ease his pain. Fucking who? Yeah. And what pain? What kind of pain? Are we talking mm-hmm. physical pain? Are we talking like, there's, there's no way for anyone to hear that and be like, I have an objective. I know what I need to do. It's <laughs> all just Ray being like, fucking who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and he hears that. He has no idea what it means. Uh, then he and uh, I kept forgetting her name throughout the movie. And I felt bad. Was it Annie? Annie was his wife? Yeah, Annie. Yeah. He and Annie go to uh, the school. It's like a PTA. Yeah, there's like a PTA of. meeting and a bunch of these uh, backwater Iowa fucknecks are <laughs> trying to ban a bunch of books because they're a bunch of fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I hated those Iowa people. I was like, oh, these yeah. Iowa folks suck. Mm-hmm. Hate them so much. And I understand that's kind of the point. Yeah. But it was just like, oh, man, this this better fucking be going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're getting mad. And the one lady is in particularly angry about a book by Terrence Mann, who is a fictional writer mm-hmm. who is who uh, James Earl Jones plays later in the movie. Apparently uh, in the book that I had no idea this was based on, yeah. <laughs> it was J.D. Salinger. Like it was a real author okay. that was the character in the book, and J.D. Salinger hated it. Oh no! <laughs> so, uh-huh. so obviously, so they changed it because yeah. it was like, oh, he's probably well. I'm sure at that point he was dead, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know particularly how long he was alive. But it, 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 his estate, at least, yes, would probably be like, could you not? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and the lady's pissed off about Terrence Mann's book for a bunch of closed-minded conservative reasons. Mm-hmm. And he stands up and starts shouting and freaking out about it and talking about how it's like we live in America and people should be able to read whatever they want and blah blah yeah. blah and she's talking shit and she calls her a Nazi cow and <laughs> she's amazing in that whole sequence that, apparently that was that was, that was her first scene on the movie 
Oh, fun. And she was apparently really concerned about standing <laughs> up and yelling in front of all of these people and stuff. Uh, but so, yeah, she freaks out on, on the lady who's talking about banning the book. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Ray is sitting there writing Ease His Pain all over <laughs> this yeah. like newspaper or whatever the fuck he's got. And somehow those two ideas get crossed together Mm -hmm. and I didn't understand why, but he suddenly assumes and he does a whole bunch of research to figure out that the pain that this ghost voice is talking about must be Terrence Mann's. And I was like, okay, weird, but I guess I kind of see how like in like a fate kind of way of like, so they went to this meeting and they heard about him and, you know, they read his book back in the day yeah. in the 60s. So there's like a connection there. So, OK, whatever. Yeah. This this vague ass voice has got something going and mm-hmm. it's just sort of putting these things in motion. And I was like, OK, 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 let's we'll just let's yeah, I'll we'll... just roll with it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, and this uh, every one of these little bits is just leading up towards why I uh kind of hated this movie uh, <laughs> so ray decides that he needs to go actually i just thought of something that makes me hate it even more so ray <laughs> ray decides to go to boston where terrence Mann now lives mm-hmm. because he's like oh i gotta fucking ease his pain whatever the fuck that means i'll figure to it take out him to a baseball game yeah like he, he decides that he has he to take him to a baseball there. yeah he somehow gets there based on all these fucking articles he's reading which is so dumb and none of it makes any like i didn't i couldn't follow what the hell the movie was talking about and i was like it's kind of all just kicking the can down the road hoping eventually it'll make sense like okay movie fine you're giving me all this ridiculous shit left and right mm-hmm. by the end it should be like and there's the perfect little bow like oh, okay like that's what i was waiting for so i let it happen mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of being like i want to turn this off because i hate it so much <laughs> um god it just it the illogicalness of these characters. Like I get that she and him are kind of ex hippies. Mm-hmm. So they're a little more open to weirdness than right. some like really straight laced. Yeah. Whatever. I did like that. Annie asked him like early on, like, is this like an acid flashback? <laughs> yeah. and like, I never took acid. Well, maybe, maybe you will. Maybe it's a, a flash forward or <laughs> something acid like that. Flash forward. Or yeah, something, yeah. Something like that. Like, Oh my God. What a hippie thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, while all this is happening, uh, her brother shows up and keeps telling him about how it's like this giant baseball field has taken up a bunch of your space mm-hmm. and now you're not selling enough corn and you're going to lose the farm and blah, blah, blah. So I get that they're like concerned about that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But they've already gone outside and talked to and experienced the ghost of <laughs> Joe Jackson. So, you know, it's like. You're kind of already there. Yeah. So the fact that he's like, I have to go to Boston and go talk to this real life man that I know exists. And she's like, Ray, yeah. what's going on here? And I was like, you see the ghosts, don't you? <laughs> like, you understand that this is beyond either of your comprehension. Yeah. Why is going to see a man who's alive suddenly too much <laughs> until they reveal that they apparently both had the same dream? Yeah. About him going to a baseball game and, and and Terrence was eating a hot dog or something. Like, it was so no. specific. Yeah, Ray was keeping score and eating a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. So Because like, she asked if Fenway was the one with the big green wall. Right, right, right. So it was like, oh, my God, we both had the same dream. Therefore, this must be what it is. That, too, now thinking about it, pisses me off, too, because <laughs> that really makes it seem like 
this is what needs to be happening. He has this dream mm -hmm. to do that, to go and find Terrence Mann. Yeah. So this is clearly all part of Ghost Voice's plan. Like, this is where it's going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she has a great line that I wrote into my notes um, because I was hoping the movie would answer it by the end of it, <laughs> and it really didn't. But she asks, what does Terrence Mann have to do with baseball? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he goes to fucking Boston and he I, I like there are little bits and things throughout this movie that I did like mm -hmm. for one I mean the performances are pretty good yeah. from pretty much everybody mm -hmm. uh, specifically what I was just thinking of was Costner uh, practicing how he was gonna like <laughs> say hi to Mr. Man when he was mm -hmm. driving in his van and everything and then he and then he does the like come come with me you're coming with me <laughs> like because yeah. he can't figure out what to say so he's like pretending to stick him up or whatever so it's like little moments like that were great like I said Annie was so fucking good throughout the whole movie she's really really like I liked that I wrote earlier on I was like it's so great that she's on his side yeah and then I was like for now yeah. we'll see what happens <laughs> but I was really psyched that she was on his side like the whole time oh yeah that she wasn't ever gonna be like Ray this is getting super silly like except for that one moment mm -hmm. and then the dream and then she's like oh, okay I'm back on board yeah so it's like just a tiny little moment where she was off but for the rest of it she's totally cool obviously James Earl Jones is great and whatnot he and can't not be great pretty much I could not help but like just imagine those lines from Darth Vader. Every one of his lines. <laughs> it's like Darth Vader talking about baseball. <laughs> um, so he goes to Boston. He runs into, he goes up to, to Terrence's apartment. He's doing that, that kind of cliche, like guy who used to do stuff thing, or it's like, go away. I don't want to talk about my past. That mm -hmm. doesn't matter to me anymore. Get mm -hmm. out of here. And I was like, God damn it. Why can't any of these people be like, oh, my God, someone's finally here yeah. to talk to me. I've wanted to talk to someone for forever. No one yeah. wants to talk to me anymore. But they're always some like curmudgeon who's like, oh, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so that was kind of dumb. I did love his line, though, after Costner breaks into his apartment. He just goes and gets that crowbar. And he's just mm. like, I'm going to beat you with this crowbar until you leave. <laughs> Which is so good. Loved that. But they have this whole conversation slash argument and Costner pretends to have a gun yeah. to like kidnap him to take him to this game and I was like I get that that was like a funny bit mm -hmm. in that earlier scene what is he doing yeah what I is know. the plan here like you literally think that if you like if he bought it that you had a gun mm -hmm. that you would just like take him to this game <laughs> against his will with your fake gun and that the, the ghost would still be cool with it? Like, yes. that's not easing anybody's pain. <laughs> what are you doing, you lunatic? It's causing more distress. Yeah, seriously. It was, I, I really didn't like that he went there. I was like, yeah. just talk like a human yeah, to it, this person. It took so long for him to get to the point of even saying that, like, I need to take you to a baseball game. Yeah. Like, just it say the words. Be, seriously. <laughs> just God. And then later he lies to him again. And I was like... I, I almost lost it on them on the movie and then it kept going in a really stupid way but we'll get to it <laughs> so he goes to the baseball game because they just he just accepts it at one point yeah. I don't even really understand what Ray does it's not even like Ray has a specific little moment where all of a sudden Terrence Mann is like oh my god mm -hmm. now I see what you mean he's literally just like 
fine. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm not go. getting rid of you, am I? Yeah. And I was like, that's this dude busts into your apartment and pretends to have a gun. And you're just like, oh, you are tenacious, aren't you? Okay. Baseball game it is. I think it was, I, it may have been Ray saying like, you go to this game with me. You'll never hear from me again. Like, I'll never bother you again. Not even a Christmas card. Oh, yeah. But it's still, it's like this it's like, unstable man mm-hmm. <laughs> breaks into your apartment and then promises to never do anything like that again. Like, yeah. you never believe that person. So they go to the fucking game and he sees another ghostly vision. Mm-hmm. I don't think the voice says anything this time. No, it does. It, it does. says, go the distance. Yes. Which is like, dude, ghost. Fucking, why? Why? That is is possibly the most vague. Mm -hmm. No, it is the most vague out of all of them. Like, if you build it, he will come. At least you have two pieces of it. Like, okay, I got to build something and someone's going to show up. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's like, ease his pain. Like, okay, so sort of. It's like his. You got a person. Yeah, his, (laughs) which now that I'm thinking about it, you should have immediately assumed that it meant relating to the first person who Mm -hmm. will come yeah but apparently ray doesn't think of that yeah and ease his pain which is pretty vague and whatever but then just go the distance like what like to boston i already did that yeah back to iowa i guess i could do that real quick yeah hit a home run somewhere what do you mean (laughs) and then he sees the scoreboard like change into an old-timey scoreboard Mm -hmm. it says uh archie moonlight what the fuck was his name (laughs) Uh, Graham, yes. Moonlight Graham, and he's like, "Oh, so that's apparently the next thing I have to do." Yeah, and then he's just like, "Did you see that or did you hear that?" To Terrence, and he's like, "What? No." And he's like, "Oh, well, okay. I guess we'll just go home." Yeah, so I guess I'll just I drop guess you, you didn't off. need to be here. Yeah, and I was like, "Really, movie? Are you fucking kidding me? He came all the way to Boston and kidnapped this guy for no fucking reason." Yeah, and then. He's about to leave. He's like, he drives, he pulls right up in front of fucking Terrence's apartment. Mm-hmm. And Terrence is like, are you going to tell me about all of this stuff or whatever? And he's like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, yeah. come on. He's like, and then he goes to leave and he like leans back into the car like one more time. Like, mm-hmm. come on, Ray. Like, just what did he say? Yeah. What did he say? And then he's, and then he's like, he, I don't remember exactly what he says. You've but he taken just says, up enough of this man's time. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, why are you lying to him now? He yeah. is so interested. And honestly, not even in terms of just like like needing help to figure all this out, which he clearly did. Mm-hmm. But like just like for companionship. Yeah. If you're going to be doing if you're going to go on some more adventures and this guy seems kind of interested, like yeah. <laughs> take, take him with you. Why not? Yeah. What's the point? Why are you lying to him? So he lies to him, tells him to just leave, like, oh, I've taken up enough of your time. You can go. <laughs> and then he just shows up in front of the van mm-hmm. like a monster. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, holy shit. And he's like, okay, fine. And he gets in the van and they fucking drive off to Minneapolis. Yeah. Or was it Minneapolis? I know it was Minnesota. It was probably a little town. Something, yeah, I don't whatever. even remember. To go up there to go try to track down uh, Archibald Graham, mm-hmm. Moonlight Graham. And I was like... Okay, so he decided for some reason he needed to go to Boston to go find Terrence. Mm-hmm. So, he, so now he's got like two people, and now he's going to go find this Moonlight Graham guy mm-hmm. who's clearly going to be fucking old as shit by now. Yeah. Based on the fact that the story is that he like played like one half inning 
in a game in like 1920. Yeah. So it's like, Jesus Christ. So you need to, <laughs> you need to fucking, he's 36. Ray says it a bunch of times. He's like, I'm 36 and I've never done anything crazy and I don't mm -hmm. want to end up like my old man. And so it's obvious that's like the whole point of the movie is mm -hmm. like, oh, Daddy I need to issues. do something with my life. Yeah. Which is like, listen to ghosts. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> that's something. Uh, but it's like, so this 36 year old guy has to go hang around with a couple of fucking senior citizens and what bring them back to play baseball on his field. What is it like to see these ghosts that apparently not everyone can see because yeah. her brother can't see them. Yeah. And he's like, Ray, you're going crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was mm -hmm. like, so he can't see him. What? Until he believes or something. Is that going to be the whole gist of this? Like, if you don't believe you can't see the ghost. Yeah. But it's like, okay, fine. You go to Minneapolis, you do your shits. Uh, the farm's getting foreclosed on and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Of course, he's going to lose it. I, I was looking into something that I thought was hysterical. Uh, the brother, when he's talking to them about like, you're fucking wasting all of this money. You know how much money per acre this farm is or whatever? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I know. It's $2,500 per acre. And someone online posted is like, Baseball field is two acres. At, at most, you're losing $5,000. How terrible is your farm? Yeah. The two acres out of all of your acreage <laughs> is enough to ruin you. Yeah. Uh, but it's, either way, whatever. <laughs> I thought that was a little silly, too. I was like, it's mm -hmm. not that much fucking space. Yeah. And there's a shitload of corn out there. Like, I get, like, being like, oh, we got to tighten our belts. But being mm -hmm. like, well, we're losing the whole thing. Yep. It's gone. Like, yeah. <laughs> it has to be all the electricity he has running through it that's it yeah. eating up all of their money because the, be. the farm itself seems perfectly sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> so they just go get some chickens or something. I don't know. Yeah, supplement. Mm -hmm. Christ. And they so they go to they go to Minnesota to go track down uh, Moonlight Graham. That's like all they know. That's it. Like, yeah. We have a name, and we got to go up there, and we'll figure it out when we go. And he, they go there and find out that he's dead. Mm -hmm. Of course he is. Yeah, because he's ancient. Um, and I, I wrote down at that point, I was just like, oh, so so Graham is dead. What is the point of this movie? Like, what are we going towards here then? If the man that they're looking for is dead, like, what? Why do they have to go to him? Like, what is that? I, I didn't. And again, it was one of those like. Okay, end of movie. You better fucking like blind me with amazingness at how this is all going to come together. Because at this point, it seems like an asshole wandering around the country talking to people who don't want to talk to him because a ghost told him to. Yeah. Vaguely. <laughs> Didn't even mention the guy's name. Like, you should go find Moonlight Graham. <laughs> it was just like, hey, look what's on the board there. If you happen to look. I mean, mm -hmm. what if he didn't? I don't know. I, I really, I, it, the, the logistics of it, and I know it's silly because it's like, it's a fantasy. It's it's really about <laughs> fathers and sons and the spirit of baseball. It's like, but the whole movie is based on the voice. It's the first thing that happens. <laughs> God damn it. So, so they go to Minnesota, and this part fucking, I, I do not understand at all. When all of a sudden, it's Ray goes back in time. Yeah, all of a sudden, he's it's in just, 1972. It's just, he just walks down the street and all of a sudden realizes that it's 1972. It's not even like something happens uh -huh. or he goes through a doorway or, you know, it's yeah. literally just like wandering around and then he happens to notice a few weird things like, Godfather, that movie came out in 1972. Yeah. And look at that sticker on that license plate says 1972. And then he looks up and he sees the guy with the, the umbrella because mm -hmm. they heard the story about Graham and his umbrella. So he knew it was him. And when it looks at him, this this was throughout the whole 
movie is it looks up and it's, so it's like okay so there's Graham mm-hmm. and it's 1972 apparently out of nowhere <laughs> and it shows the ghostly man and it's like it does like spooky no it's not like whimsical or like yeah. oh look every time someone who's dead shows up in this movie there's like a spook noise you know what I mean? like it's a horror mm-hmm. movie yeah this whole this whole fucking premise and movie to me Maybe it's because I've been reading so many of his books felt like a Stephen King book where it starts <laughs> off like sort of like it's supernatural, but kind of OK. Yeah. You know, it's like, who is? oh, my God, that's Shoeless Joe Jackson. But he's been dead for years. But we played uh, you know, we played catch a little bit and I pitched to him a little bit. And oh, he seems nice and whatever. And then there's that one little moment when. He, he invites him inside mm-hmm. and Shoeless Joe like steps up to the edge of the baseball field and he's like, oh, and he can't go. Yeah. He can't go any further and everything. And it's like, oh, okay. And this look that he kind of gives to Ray and his family, I was like, I know it won't, but it feels like the point of this movie is going to be that Shoeless Joe is going to try to find a way into Ray's body <laughs> to be alive again. Like that's, it's because yeah. he's like, Oh, what I wouldn't give to play again and mm-hmm. feel the grass and all. And it's like, I, I want to live, Ray. I want to live. And it's like the fact that it's Ray Liotta, mm-hmm. where it's like, you look at fucking Shoeless Joe and Eight Men Out, and he's like, oh, golly shucks, I'm just a ball player. Yeah. And then you have Ray Liotta, and he's like, hey, yeah. And he's got those creepy eyes and shit. He seems evil as fuck. It, mm-hmm. seems, like he, it seems like way later in the movie, Ray's going to find out that it's like, that's not Shoeless Joe. That's not Shoeless Joe at all. Oh, no. And then he steals his fan or something i don't know that's really where it felt like it was going to me um but he sees the ghost of graham Mm -hmm. and he goes and talks to him in his doctor's office because he's a doctor Mm -hmm. and they talk about some bullshit and whatever like oh i played a half an inning and oh i wish i could have gone to bat once and Mm -hmm. winked at the big league pitcher and made him think that i knew something he didn't oh ray that's what i would have liked to have done Mm -hmm. and he's like oh well I guess I'll leave now. <laughs> he doesn't try to do it because well, he knows no, he's he, in the past. Well, like he, he's dead. He told no. Ray told him, told Archie that. Uh, oh, oh! I can do that for you. That's yeah, right. He's like, like I have do you a go I, somewhere. I have a place, or he could grant that wish. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. And then Graham then talks about how you know he's glad he became a doctor and that, and he was mm-hmm. able to help all these people and whatnot. So he, like, as a mature man, grandpa, old man. <laughs> man, grandpa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as the a- best Batman villain. <laughs> man, grandpa. <laughs> uh, so, you know, being near the end of his life, he appreciates, like, mm-hmm. the path that he took to get there, you know, going back to med school, whatever. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, he probably helped way more people as a doctor. Like, he probably oh, yeah. positively influenced more lives as a doctor than he ever could have as a baseball player. Absolutely. Which seems like there should be a message in there, but it doesn't feel like the movie cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, whatever. Okay. And that's so, when they leave and start driving back to... Yeah, Iowa. yeah. He and uh, Ray and, and and Terrence decide like, okay, well, I guess we're going back to Iowa. What was the whole point of this whole adventure out here? And they're like, fuck if I know. Anyway, well, no, because because <laughs> Annie called Ray and like said that you know he needed to get home immediately. Mm-hmm. And Ray said, uh, like, started to say he was going to bring Terrence back to Boston. Mm-hmm. And Terrence is like, no, I'm going with. Like, I need to see this field. I I want to figure out why I'm involved in this. <laughs> 
Me too. Yeah, right? Me too. Uh, but it, it, but I, what I mean is that the trip to Minneapolis was essentially for nothing. Or Minnesota, wherever the fuck it was. Yeah. The fact that it was like, oh, we found this and uh, Graham and whatever. We're going here, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. We're going to talk to his ghost in the past somehow. I and mean, then it winds up just being like, oh, well, I guess, see you later, ghost. I guess that's the point of them going, though, is so that he could have, Ray could have the experience of talking to the ghost of Graham as an old man so that then young Archie can show up knowing that, you know, he's a, he's a baseball rookie at that point. I mean, that just brings up the ridiculousness of that character. Yeah. The fact that on their way back to Iowa, they pick up a hitchhiking kid who I literally wrote down. I was like, oh, and now they're going to pick up this rando kid who is definitely the younger Archie. Yup, there it is when he <laughs> says his name. Like, I'm Archie Duke or Archie Graham or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, fucking, of course he is. Mm-hmm. Because this movie doesn't make any sense and it doesn't care to. And it has no fucking bearing on anything because the kid, like... Okay, so they pick up the kid, mm-hmm. and they come back to the fucking field. Yeah. And Mark, her brother, who's mm-hmm. been telling him, like, you're going to lose the farm, you're going to lose the farm. And then he's like, we have the deed to the farm now, and we can kick you out if we want, and yeah. blah, 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 whatever. And so they're trying to figure out, like, what the deal is with that. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, fucking the, <laughs> the Black Sox have apparently decided to invite every dead baseball player except for Ty Cobb to come, <laughs> to come play on the field. That, that, that was a funny little bit. It was a funny line. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the bit of, like, yeah, we, we, we would have invited him, but none of us can stand him. At! Which, again, it just felt so Ray Liotta. Like, yeah. It felt like him playing fucking... Uh, uh, what's his face and the Goodfellas Henry? Yeah, which so crazy that that's after this. That blew my mind. I was like, wait oh, a minute, yeah. Goodfellas was ninety. Holy shit, this was before Goodfellas. Oh my gosh. God damn, really, Yoda. You had a little run there. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> but yeah, so they Shoeless Joe and Ty Cobb were great friends. Mm. So it seems so silly that they put that line in there. Like none of us can fucking stand him. Like <laughs> wait, but in real, like the real people were. That's mean. That's a cruel way to do that. Um, I want to know where they got the fucking umps. I, wrote, like, I just wrote ghost umpires. Yeah. So they like, have to be dead umpires too. Like I guess. I, guess? I was expecting they it never to just got to, be. They, their yeah, dream like, was yeah, to like. There? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the ghost ump dream would like, be. What did he not do? They like, never uh, got to officiate a World Series or something. It's like, well, you're not doing it now. Yeah. This isn't a fucking World Series. Like, what do you want to well, do? This is like a pickup game at best. Yeah, really. Like, and also, you got to think like. I mean, obviously, not all of them, and I know very little about the pasts of major league umpires and things like we gotta imagine a bunch of those like were players at some point so it's Mm -hmm. like why do i have to come back as the ump yeah why couldn't i come back when i was young and i was a player and i could crank homers what the fuck (laughs) that's unfair super silly but but they get back and they're all having a game mark still can't see them yeah and he's just like guys you need to figure this shit out you're gonna lose this farm you got to get rid of this field. I am trying to be the good guy here and let you save your farm mm-hmm. or at least like still live here or yeah. whatever the fuck. Like he's honestly being fairly reasonable for a guy who can't see the ghosts. Right. Like he can't see any of that shit. So he's just like, what? You're staring at an empty field. Yeah. It's like you've built it and it's great. And honestly, I'm impressed yeah. <laughs> because this is a fantastically manicured and made field. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's useless. And I don't know why you did it. And you guys seem crazy to me. Yeah. So it's like even your daughter. Yeah, which is which she was terrible. 
I'm just going to throw that out there. Child <laughs> actors tend to be, I have no ill will towards the woman <laughs> in question, but she was fucking awful. She looked so familiar to me, I couldn't figure it out. Uncle Buck. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. I for some I reason, feel like she might have been better in Uncle Buck. It was after this movie, so mm-hmm. she, yeah, that Hopes, makes sense. I, I think so, but yeah, I, I really, I was like, oh, this is, oh, yeah. God. And especially the fact that the end of this movie hinges on her like her life her acting her (laughs) life and the absolute lunacy that comes out of her mouth that like is to explain the Mm -hmm. end of this movie that fucking mark says like he he says a line and i'm like this guy is supposed to be the bad guy yeah he's being the most reasonable right now and i completely am on his side about this (laughs) because he's just like he's just laying his cards on the table like guys yeah just stop and fucking give me like just 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 cut out this insanity and then you know it's like oh we'll figure it out we'll find a way to make money whatever and the girl karen which is so weird like to see a little girl named karen mm-hmm. and also not, it's spelled weird yeah well i just mean like not not in the sense of like oh because karen's get it mm-hmm. but just like karen doesn't seem like a small child name yeah. obviously they all had to be small children at some point yeah. <laughs> but it really does not seem like a name of like she looks like a karen Mm-hmm. This tiny little baby girl. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, but she starts blathering on. And this really felt like <laughs> Stephen King-esque. With <laughs> just like the idea she proposes. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it, it doesn't seem like it's her idea. Yeah. It seems like something is speaking through her. Mm-hmm. Which the movie doesn't really yeah. like. Was the ghost <laughs> speaking to her and she was just repeating what the ghost yeah, was saying? Yeah, ghost is right in her ear. like Because she just goes on. She blathers on like people will come. People will just show up from all over the world mm-hmm. and they will drive here and they won't know why. And they will give you their money and they will look at the field and watch the games and feel good about the world and baseball and how they live and blah. And it's just like, yeah. And the dude, the brother says, what the hell is she talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's lunacy. What People will just be instinctually drawn here mm-hmm. through some otherworldly force mm-hmm. to watch ghosts play baseball. <laughs> and it will not become absolute anarchy. Like, it, like it's just going to be like a like a, yeah. like a, like a, a, an amusement park mm-hmm. or just like, oh, yeah, you just show up and the goats run in a circle. Like, it's not like an attraction. <laughs> this is metaphysical lunacy. And it's like, oh, hey, remember him? He died 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. Let's watch him play baseball, yeah. folks. Like, do you not like do do the people because because she specifically says that they won't know why they do it. Yeah. Which was the scariest part. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so they won't know why they're coming here. Yeah. Which is terrifying. But it's like, once they get here, will they understand what they're watching? Yeah. Like, do will they think that it's like, hey, look, it's an old timey baseball recreation. Yeah. Or do they understand that these are dead people? Astral projections, yeah. (laughs) Ghosts from the corn come out and play baseball. I what? What? And that is like that's what happens. Mm -hmm. There's a whole line of cars. (laughs) They have they have bleachers for like. 30 people <laughs> tops and there's like 500 cars just that's way more than five that is literally like thousands of cars how far yeah that's those true. headlights the, go yeah. it's like there literally isn't enough room yeah. for these cars like unless it, everyone it, does like a drive 
by like it's a it's and a just safari. drop their money out the window like yeah. here you go yeah. we don't know why we're doing this like yeah. at some point like it just logically breaks down horrifyingly where it's like <laughs> Someone, the IRS, someone is going to show up and be like, what exactly are all these people paying for? And it's like, what if they don't believe in the ghosts? Yeah. Does anybody now, can everybody see the ghosts? Because eventually Mark does Mm -hmm. after Karen, after he shakes Karen to be like, stop being a lunatic. And then drops her (laughs) off the top of the bleachers. Yeah. I was pissed at him. I mean, just the fact that it was just like, oh, stop being so crazy. (laughs) And then she like drops off, lands on the ground. One of those hilarious moments where it's like, I don't know why I pay so much attention to it or why it bothers me so much. But it's like it just there's something lazy about it. It feels like in the movie making process where it's like, okay, so she falls off and she lands on the ground. And okay, so we're gonna we're gonna get the shot of her falling. All right, and now we're gonna set up the shot of her on the ground. All right, little kid, just lay there perfectly still mm-hmm. and film it. And then all right. So then when they cut it, she drops off the, the bleachers mm-hmm. and they all go, Oh my god. And then she is just perfectly still, like bleh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like there's no like rolling or writhing or like mm-hmm. any anything to indicate that she was moving a split second ago. Yeah. According to what we just watched. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like she's just laying there perfectly still like, oh, no. But it's it's always silly to me. <laughs> like she and passed I, out midair. <laughs> yeah. But even then, it's like you'd think there'd be some sort of uh, like flopping or yeah. whatever. But she's just like dead, perfectly dead still. Like she is yeah. dead. And then in... It, this whole, the whole ending of the movie is fucking nonsense. Like, on top of the girl's lunacy, uh, the brother attacking her, <laughs> dropping her off the fucking bleachers, and then Doc, who is a child, like, essentially, mm-hmm. he's a young man who was a rookie because they picked up him, a young version of him, somehow, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Just hitchhiking. Just hitchhiking. Between Minnesota and Iowa. Which is like, I get that, like, nobody else would probably pick him up because nobody else could see him. Yeah. But it's like, what if Ray was just like, no. Like, what if he didn't think of, like, hey, that's probably young Doc. Yeah. What if he was just like, eh. No, like, we got somewhere to be. And he just like, will he just show up every hundred feet on the road? Like, pick me up, pick me up, Ray, pick me up, Ray. And they take him. So they take him to the game, and he gets this little moment where he winks at the pitcher, and then the mm. pitcher throws it at his head. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, don't wink at people, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh well, I mean, I didn't play that much baseball. I didn't know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's what he really wanted to do, and it was like, dude, don't be a dick. What are you doing? Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, and so he looks over because obviously everyone's like, oh, shit, what's going on over there? All these ghosts are apparently concerned about this little girl. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, what the fuck? What's was, going on over she there? She was their friend. She was hanging out watching the games and they would curse around her and she'd say, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But they're all like, hey, what the fuck's going on? I mean, it's just more in terms of like, what do they give a shit? They're ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> but they see what's going on. And I was like, wait a minute. Because Doc starts, mm-hmm. I mean, to call him Doc is a complete misnomer at this point. Yeah. He is Archie because yeah. he has not gone to fucking med school. Yeah. So he, the not doctor child, mm-hmm. starts walking towards her like he's going to help. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you're not a doctor. Yeah. At this point, like this ghostly version of you is from an age when you weren't a doctor. Yeah. So why but are you like, oh, I will doctor my way over to her. His <laughs> like, father was a doctor, though. Oh, so that so, makes him a doctor. Well, no, not that that makes him a doctor, but prone to knowing more first aid, possibly. I just don't see why an adult human couldn't have, like, why is, why are Ray and Annie, like, Annie is, like, running off, like, I'm going to go call the hospital. Yeah. It's like, why hasn't anybody looked at her? She yeah. just fell to the ground, and they're like, 
oh shit um i guess call something like you just haven't like looked. shouting down to her like karen <laughs> you good karen, you're right you cool we got we have company quit being a little bitch wiggle your toes yeah <laughs> but it's like <clears throat> ray or terrence mm-hmm. or mark mm-hmm. none of them go to check on her mark should be the most concerned because it's his fault yeah he killed her i mean maybe not the most concerned ray <laughs> yeah, ray and annie are his her, parents her, her parents, parents maybe but <laughs> um but so doc comes off the field which i was like oh so you can do that and then mm-hmm. they talk about it like oh but he can't go back yeah I guess, even yeah. though he does, like he he but, comes off the field and becomes old man, doctor man, yeah, man, grandpa, man, grandpa, <laughs> um, and he comes over and then he's literally he's just like, oh, she's choking on a hot dog. Yeah. Like it was like what she was eating was stuck in her throat. It wasn't even like, oh my god, she smacked her head and she's unconscious. Something mm-hmm. terrible has happened. It's like nobody noticed she was choking. Yeah. They were just like, oh, shit. Which makes me wonder, why the fuck was she unconscious? Like, your choking does not knock you unconscious unless you get to the point. Unless it's been happening for a while. Like, come on. But yeah, she's just out because the movie wants it to be like, oh, no, what happened to her? Mm -hmm. And then Doc shows up and he's just like smacks her on the back a few times. And she's like, it was a hot dog. She's fine. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay, I guess that's it. And then Doc decides that he's going to leave through mm-hmm. the corn. Mm-hmm. So he walks back onto the field, which is like, oh, so you totally can go back, apparently. Yeah. But he, it's like, that's what didn't make any sense at all in terms of their ghostliness is like, so, you know, Shoeless Joe couldn't come off the field. Mm-hmm, because then he would become the man that he died as, apparently. I was, that, that's what I was thinking of. It's like, so Doc, he Doc comes off to, the field yeah. and he turns into old man Doc. But old man Doc is dead. So it's like, why is he like, what is it? What's the difference? He's a ghost as a kid and then he comes off the field, but coming off the field turns him into an older ghost yeah. that then can't turn back into a younger ghost. Yeah. How did he get into the, get to be the younger ghost at first? To yeah. Be, to be Where did he up? come from? I don't know. Like, did he come out of the field? A different cornfield maybe? Every cornfield <laughs> in the country full of ghosts. No one can see him except for fucking Kevin Costner. <laughs> but yeah, it was just so stupid just to have the like heartwarming, like you did good doc. Yeah. Your one little inning you played is good. And then you were a doctor for a minute. So you see, how you being a kid and a doctor how that whole thing is like we already got all this when he fucking talked to him in the past apparently (laughs) why did this need to happen especially so dumb of like i'm gonna come and shake your child oh god i dropped her oh god now ghost doc come get her like the whole thing was moronic and then on top of it all you have fucking terrence james earl jones Mm -hmm. gives that whole asshole fucking speech about baseball i Hated that schmaltzy ass speech. <laughs> Baseball, you know, it's, it's what's good about us as a country and as people and blah blah whatever. Like, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah. Why are you giving this speech? Nobody cares. <laughs> like, it's so schmaltzy and it's just got the music behind it and it kind of sounds like good words or whatever. But I'm sitting there like, what? Your arc has made the least sense out of anybody's because by the end of it, he didn't need to be there. Yeah. At all, like nope. the the doc thing, if if the ghost, if the spirit ghost voice thing somehow knew that Mark was gonna shake the, the child and drop her and make her choke, and that they needed a ghost doctor there, so <laughs> then ghost doc could show up and save her. Like as stupid as that is, at least it has some sort of roundabout thing to it, where it's like he went and he found Doc, which brought Doc back with him, which meant there was a doctor here. 
to save Karen when she was going to die. Yeah, so I, it sort of, in a roundabout way, makes sense. But Terrence, it's literally like, so we went to go find him. Turned out we didn't need to. Mm-hmm. We brought him back. Turns out we didn't need to. <laughs> and then he gives a speech about baseball that nobody asked for. <laughs> and then he just goes with the ghosts. Yeah. The ghosts are like, we're leaving. You want to come with? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes. And I was like, so Terrence died. Yeah. He had to. Have. That's the That's- only way that it makes it like and him him and Costner talking about as though he's coming back mm-hmm. and not in like a subtextual way of like, well, I'll see you when you come back, Terrence. And yeah. he's like, Yeah, it'll be real nice when I come back. Like as if it, they knew he wasn't, but they mm-hmm. were like, You're gonna tell me all about it. And he's like, Oh, I definitely will. As though he's just going to the store. Yeah. And then he's gonna be right back. And it's just like he's leaving with the ghosts to go to the ghost world. <laughs> How do you think he's gonna come back? Yeah. What? I, don't, I don't know. I mean the other the ghost players can come back, so why not? But a then ghost they can't leave the field. Well, <laughs> so he Terrence. can Terrence can come to the field and tell Kevin Costner all about it. And... Right, but I mean like I don't think <laughs> either of them understand that he definitely is dying right now. It oh, really yeah. doesn't feel like it. Yeah, he thinks then... that he is just gonna be a human walking into the ghost world and then coming back as a human. Yeah, and being like, guys, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna go back to my apartment in Boston. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. You are dead. Yeah. Should I call your son? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, and it was absolutely hilarious to me that he just goes giggling into the abyss. <laughs> He's just like touching the corn like, oh, 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 oh. And he like yeah. sticks his hand a little deeper in and pulls it out like, oh, 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 oh this is crazy. And I was like, why are we fucking focusing on this? Why can't he just leave? What is the point? Like, it's If it wasn't like 30 to 45 seconds... Mm-hmm. Of him going like, oh, 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 what's the, oh, oh, guys, oh, I'm almost in there. Like, just go. I don't care anymore. Go die. I really don't give a shit. Oh, God. And that, and, and, and then the ghost players go, mm-hmm. and then the big reveal, yep. the thing that is apparently supposed to make this whole thing make sense, <laughs> is that the, if you build it, he will come, mm-hmm. was not referencing Shoeless Joe. No. Oh, no. It was referencing Ray's dad, yeah. who is there as a young man ghost mm-hmm. from his playing days. Mm-hmm. And Ray's like, oh, my. Because isn't it Shoeless Joe who just says it to him, too? He's like, if you build it, he will come. And he, like, points to the guy, like, he will come. I think so, yeah. You know, like, that's the one I'm talking about. And he's like, oh, my God, that's my dad. Yeah. And I was like, where the fuck were you? Yeah. Why did why were you not the one who showed up yeah. the first night instead of <laughs> Shoeless Joe Jackson? Why was everyone else here before you? Every other step of this journey seemed like it was leading towards something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, ease his pain. Go the distance. There's things going on that you got to figure out. It's like, no. Apparently what you needed to do was build that field and then sit on those bleachers every fucking night until mm. finally your dad showed up. Because yeah. nothing you did since building that field made him show up. He, he could have just sat there and waited. And eventually they bring their buddies. And then some more of them show up. And then eventually it's like, oh, and fuck. Oh, there's my dad. Oh, my God. Oh, now I get to have a catch with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is what it's all been about. So the entire journey, the whole, like, the the fucking bulk of this movie is nonsense. 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> and I hate it. I could not believe, like, going into this and knowing as little as I did, I couldn't have imagined that I would hate it as much as I did. I yeah. was like, maybe it'll be cheesy. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a little, like, silly or something. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it'll just have aged poorly. Mm -hmm. When I was looking into it, because I honestly, other than it's Kevin Costner, mm -hmm. it's called Field of Dreams. <laughs> That's basically it. Whatever. And I looked at it and I was like, this movie was nominated for an Oscar. This movie was nominated for Best Picture. This movie was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. What? This was fucking garbage on the page. The only reason I cared about any of it is because Kevin Costner and Amy Madigan and James Earl Jones are great and like mm -hmm. and made it work. Yeah. But as a script, this that this was garbage. Yeah. Total fucking garbage. <laughs> and I couldn't believe just sitting there looking at it, it's like, oh, it's got an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody fucking love this movie. Oh, it's so perfect and well done and all that. It's like, no, 100% disagree. <laughs> this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> I, I, I've, I haven't felt this way about a movie in a long, long time. <laughs> like even movies that I've really disliked, I've been like, okay. Like, people like what they like. Mm -hmm. And in this, I was just like, it was everybody in 1989 a fucking idiot. And we're just sitting there <laughs> like, I like it, what it really feels like to me, and it's it's something that's, it's, it's not like it bothers me, like, every day, deep in my soul, it fucking hurts. But just like, <laughs> there's this real asshole, like, uh, looking back on baseball as the best thing ever vibe of like, oh, Baseball, mm -hmm. good American baseball, yeah. not like that flashy NFL or or basketball or any of this other garbage. Good old fashioned white man baseball. Like that's what it feels <laughs> like so much. And the fact that there are no black players on the field really nails that home. Like yeah. none of the people who come back are any of the great black players of history. Yeah. So it's like, oh, awesome. That's great. But it just it, it it's such an old white man game. Mm -hmm. And it's like, whether that bothers you or not, you can't disagree with that. It's yeah. like, this is a game for fucking old white men who love baseball. <laughs> and I just don't have that connection to it. And so looking at it, it seemed like everyone was blinded by that. Mm -hmm. Like everyone who watched it was sitting there like, oh, I remember going to games with my dad way back when. And so this movie about a father and a son and baseball Therefore, it it's meaningful and touching. And I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> and the fact, like, I could not believe this. So the very end of the movie, and he sees his dad, the ghost of his dad. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, my God. And he's like walking towards him. And his wife even says something along the lines of, like, introduce him to, to his granddaughter or something. Like, mm -hmm. something about them being, like, making a connection. Like, oh, hey. Yeah. There's one fucking single line of dialogue where they even acknowledge that they're related. Yeah. As he's like leaving again, he's like, oh, well, thank you for building this field, mister. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm on my way. Because he doesn't say his last name. He's like, I'm John, whatever their fucking last name was. Yeah. I don't even remember. Kin Kinsella. Yeah. Like, I'm John Kinsella. And he's like, I'm Ray. I'm, I'm Ray. Yeah. How, how you doing? <laughs> okay. And then he's about to leave and everything. And it's like. All of this? This whole fucking movie is about him connecting with his dad and he's not even going to say anything to him? Yeah. And then finally he's like, hey, dad, how about a catch? And they have a little catch. Mm -hmm. 
that line about his about dad, literally just the "Hey, dad," mm-hmm. added in post production afterwards because test audiences fucking hated it because he didn't mention anything, and I was like, <laughs> "This director." I'm sorry, you don't know what the fuck you were doing. Yeah. This was a terrible movie. You've made terrible decisions every step of the way. <laughs> and the fact that the only reason he mentioned something to his dad about him being his dad is because test audiences were like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why would you make this entire movie and not have him talk to his dad? Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, I just thought it'd be too obvious or some shit like that. And it was yeah. like, it's the point of your movie. <laughs> oh my God. I, I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I couldn't tell <laughs> at all. You didn't make it clear. No, not, not even a little bit. what do you think? Um, I didn't hate it nearly as much as you did. Um, not necessarily a movie I'd sit down and watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was fine. <laughs> I enjoyed the actors for the most part. Mm. Little bushy eyed Karen, <laughs> bushy eyebrowed Karen, yeah, bushy eyed, <laughs> bushy eyed. No, bushy eyebrowed. Uh-huh. Kids got some brows. <laughs> uh, Everything about it looks. <laughs> yeah, this is such a shitty compliment to give. It's like this it movie. This movie. Is a movie, yeah. Uh, but it's like it looks great, like the the Iowa mm-hmm. field and all that sort of shit looks really good. Mm-hmm. And it was like it's very Americana, yeah. In that sense of what they were getting at, it was just like this movie needed a real story, mm-hmm. something that made sense yeah. for a reason for any period of time for James Earl Jones to actually be in there, yeah. be a character, an explanation. For mm-hmm. why these ghosts show up to this field. Mm-hmm. Like how many fields have been built in cornfields that have not produced ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> because or because a voice is no other farmer that dumb, that gullible. <laughs> that, I don't know. They hear the voice and they're like, hmm. Guess I gotta build another barn. Yeah, they <laughs> nobody ever understands it's about baseball. They're yeah. always like, Oh, um, okay, I guess try this guy. Trough? Over here. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you're looking at my notes on like a graph mm-hmm. throughout the movie, I'm just kind of more like wavering around on it where it's like, okay, that was weird. Like, oh, that was soon was okay. Like, oh, that was weird. Oh, I like James Earl Jones. Like, I don't know why they're doing this. And I don't know, like kind of up and down mm-hmm. and up and down. And, and then he goes all, to 1972. Yeah, but it's like, it's all <laughs> waiting for like, what is this grand resolution to this story? Mm-hmm. And it's garbage and so it just nosedives and then and then i just look back on everything i didn't like and realize how pointless it was in the first place like it's it's a movie that i just like if if you'd asked me like it might have been good that we waited as long as we did to get like the biggest reaction because if you'd asked me literally like right when we were done Mm -hmm. i would have been like i don't really like this movie it was kind of silly Mm-hmm. But just being able to like sit and stew on it for a while and really think about it, it was just like, no, wait, no. Ugh. Yeah, it it really got my goat, man. I I this is crazy. Like uh, we've watched bad movies that I've hated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like like this is this is a better movie than in the army. Now I will give it that. <laughs> um, and it's like technically a better really? movie than like Dreamcatcher or something like that. Where it's like oh. technically as a movie, it's a better movie. Yeah. Dreamcatcher was just as confusing. Yeah. But it's more just the the fact that it's like this was supposed to be 
great. Mm -hmm. And instead it was garbage. (laughs) (laughs) That is where so much of my fucking anger comes from. Um, Great news is that I know for a fact that I enjoyed next week's movie a lot better. Like, we've both seen it before, Mm -hmm. but I only saw it the one time, like, right when it came out. Yeah, So I barely remember it, and it's sort of a new classic. Mm -hmm. So it feels right to include it in this list of all these other movies where it's like, it's new, but really fucking good and yeah. you know whatever so hopefully i'll watch it and i won't sit there being like oh i didn't remember this part or oh what the hell is going on here mm-hmm. plus it's so much more grounded and it's about a real story yeah and brad pitt is in it and it's called moneyball and it's wonderful uh but i'm excited to watch it again and, and finish this month on a good note because it's yes. like eight men out was was good we was almost dec- finished on field of dreams yeah that would have been a nightmare <laughs> If we had actually finished on Field of Dreams, I would have been like, I don't want, I don't ever want to see a baseball again in my life. <laughs> sorry, been... Cubs. I am no longer a fan of baseball. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, every baseball ever. <laughs> Do not come near me because I will strangle you. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, Popcorn for Dinner for this week. Uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. What are you grinning at, you ghost? Ghost. Hey.